The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and as you know, our goal every week is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And what we found is the principles are transferable. The principles that we teach you can use in any of those arenas. And the topic today is the keys to staying on top in sales, business, and even life. And I have an exciting guest back uh, to share with us some of the tips, excuse me, the tips and the keys that they are using and have used to continually stay on top in their industry, in their profession, and even in life. And I'm really excited because uh, we have Rich Matthews back, and Rich was on my show a year ago when I first started. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that particular episode, you definitely want to go back. You want to go back and listen to a show titled In It to Win It. In It to Win It. And let me tell you a little bit about our guest. Rich Matthews is a 2001 graduate of Florida A&M University School of Business and Industry. Rich began his professional career as an accountant manager with the Dow Chemical Company in Chicago, Illinois, after working with Dow for three years, Rich returned to Florida A&M and worked for two years as an assistant director of athletics. Rich wanted to own his own business and to pursue opening a state farm insurance agency. In 2005, Rich began his career at State Farm and after brief stints in Tampa at his father's agency, and Orlando as an agency field specialist, he was chosen to open an agency in Estero, Florida. And I know most of you don't have a clue where that is. It's near Naples. Okay, it's very small, but he's doing big things in Estero. He opened that agency in July of 2007. Rich led the Florida zone in auto growth for four straight years and maybe five now and ranked number seven in new auto production across the enterprise in 2010. Rich also won the President's Club in auto, which is the top 25 in the country in 2010, 2011, 2012. And uh, Rich, did you do it in 2013? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I sure did, Ty. Okay, and let's add 2013 to that. He has qualified for ambassador travel every year since the inception of his company in 2007 and qualified for Chairman Circle, which is the top 3% 
of State Farm agents, and I think there are over 18,000 agents. He did that in 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2012, and let's go ahead and add 2013. So he's definitely in it to win it, and he definitely understands the keys to staying on top in sales, business, and even life. And Rich, I'd like to welcome you back to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I love that introduction. That's good stuff. Hey man, we we just we, we just speaking the truth. We speaking the truth. And the last time you were on the show, I received so many emails where the people said that they were encouraged by what you had to say. They were really impressed by your discipline. And and really we know that's what it takes to be successful consistently. We have to have discipline. We have to be a disciple of certain disciplines and strategies that we know lend itself to being consistently successful. I agree. Uh, it's it's what you do on those days where you really don't feel like getting out of bed. You know, what do you do when you don't feel like it? And that's, that, to me, is what determines, separates the successful people from, you know, just the average um, people that are just barely getting by. I know that's right. I know that's right. And, you know, uh, I, I, I mentioned Estero, Florida, and for those of you who uh, <laughs> aren't familiar where it is, it's a very, very small town, and... Rick, Rich, when you told me that they gave you uh, the territory of Estero, Florida, I'm like, okay, uh, who did you upset <laughs> in, in State Farm? Because it's really a small place. It's not the Miami or Tampa, or Jacksonville, or any of the, the the larger cities. Yet you have done an astonishing job in such a small geographic territory. Tell us about that. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I was actually in training, I found out later my people were laughing at me because I was chosen to go to Estero because it wasn't Naples, which, you know, there's a lot of money and people. It's a more established place. And it wasn't Fort Myers, the same kind of thing. So they, it, was, it was very similar to laughing at me because I was in Estero. But, you know, I, I share with you, you know, my license is good for the state of Florida. So Right. Uh, I, I view the world from a position of abundance. There's more than enough in the state of Florida for me to be successful. So um, if I insured, I could insure everybody in Estero. There's more than 8,000, 10,000. I think there are about 25,000 people in Estero today. So um, I couldn't insure all of them. I, I'd, go, I'd go crazy trying to insure them all. So there's more than enough for me to get what I need. So, but beyond the stair, I work the entire state. I work a specific thing for, um, I have a, a niche market of business owners that I work. It's worked out well for me. So I work the entire state and I like business owners because um, we're like-minded. They have needs and, and these are small business owners. So a lot of times they're overlooked and they're less served. So it's just a good space for me to go in and, and meet with these people. A lot of these are blue collar guys. Um, easy to talk to, and uh, just really value someone taking time out to help them. You know, you made a couple of good points just now. One, uh, although Estero is the city that your office is located, that doesn't have to be your boundary. You could have made it your boundary, but you chose to look outside of what appears to be boundaries for you, and you've expanded your territory. And and that's what we all need to do. Instead of just being complacent or comfortable, 
with uh, a market we've been serving, okay, their customers may be outside that market or even within that market that you haven't even tapped yet. So that's something that we have to consider. And you also identified one other thing just now, Rich. You said that you even found a niche and you are exploiting, you are working that niche. And I, I think it was the guy who wrote the chicken soup of everything soul. He wrote chicken soup for every kind of soul possible. But he said that what he chose to do in order to be successful was find a niche and then get rich. Yeah, to, to your first point, um, I couldn't agree, but to your first point specifically about uh, location, you know, technology has leveled the playing field. The days of, of I can't work outside of a five-mile radius of my office, those days are long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do everything via electronically, phone, over the phone, via fax, via email. We can text back and forth. You know, if I'm not in my office I have an app on my iPhone where I can pull up my office and I can look at everybody in the office and I can listen to the conversations if I choose to with them talking to clients. Wow. Uh, I can email. I mean, so it's just as if I'm there. So if I, I know what's going on. So why do I have to, uh, just as an example, why do I have to sit in my office to be working? Right. Uh, why do I have to work during the conventional agreed upon hours of, of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m.? What if I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning and want to get some work done? Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, there's no, those days where, it, you know, there's, to me, that archaic thinking, um, that's a recipe for, for disaster. If you're not willing to think outside of, uh, of the box, um, then, then shame on you. Technology has allowed that. So we, is this, and to me, as a small business owner, that's leveled the playing field. You don't have to have a lot of capital today, in my humble opinion, to, do, to compete. If you have a website, you know, there's, there's just, there's no reason why the small business guy can't compete with the big guy. And then, I mean, I like niche markets, like you mentioned, but, but you can compete on your terms and you can get in the door. You don't have to raise millions and millions of dollars anymore, in my opinion. Okay, good point, good point. You know, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, because, we, you know, we talk at the beginning of every year. I say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? What you doing different? And, you know, we had a really good conversation. So what I wanted to, to talk about, Rich, this time, obviously, you, you started and you hit the ground running. And as, as I looked at your bio, every year that's consistency. You're, you're in the top 25 uh, and I think it was 18,000, or either you're in the top 3% of State Farm agents. Tell me, tell us some of the things that you're doing to stay on top in sales and business, and let's say even life. Let's add that because, I mean, that's, as I said, these principles are transferable. And by the way, we have about four minutes, so at least you can get started before we go into the break, and then we can continue. Sure. Um yeah, you know, I've gone through a transition, and I was, was talking to you when we were talking offline. Uh, you know, when you start in a, a business, you're, you're kind of consumed by that business, and it's, you don't intend to be, but that's just kind of how it, how it goes. Everything, all my energy went into getting a successful business off the ground. And, you know, looking back on it, I was going 100 miles an hour, and, and I, was, I was all in, but I really didn't have any balance. I was working and working and working. Um, and within my office, I was a little bit heavy-handed. I kind of had a, 
a comment or I wanted to kind of have my hand in all the different pots and make sure things were being done right. I was a little um, insecure maybe or um, one because I was new, I just was a little, I was maybe overly concerned. I cared maybe a little bit too much. Instead of allowing the people around me to, to do what they needed to do, I wanted to kind of um, be heavy-handed. And um, I had a, a kind of a mentality of, of quantity versus quality. And, mm-hmm. and by that, I mean I wanted to just, whoever would walk in that door, sit down, let me sign you up. Um, and, and obviously that's not a recipe for long-term success. That's a recipe for long-term headaches. And so um, it, and the, the other thing is I was into scorekeeping. I got okay. off to a good start. And, you know, so you kind of, you know, in the, in the introduction talked about some of the successes I've had. And I was kind of measuring myself like, yeah, I wanted to be um, in the top 100 new agents. That was one of the things. I got as high as number five. Every, I couldn't wait for the reports to come out. Um, and I was kind of keeping tibs and tabs on, a, on all the other agents and who was doing what and making sure I was at the top of every chart. Uh, and that's great. And, and, that, and that drive needs to be there. But now I still want to be at the top of the charts. But now my, my view is just different. Um, now... Um, I want to be the number one sales trainer and let my team go. I want to hold them accountable. I want to listen to them. I want to have systems and make sure that we have the scripts and I'm hearing similar conversations. Um, now I want to make sure I'm just maximizing my opportunity as a whole. Uh, and and I, Because I realize if we have an excellent office and I'm challenging myself every day about how I can better serve my clients, I don't have to worry about who's doing what, when, and where. I'm going to be at the top. Uh, and I'm going to maximize my opportunity. So um, I, I've changed my view a little bit, and, and I really I have a great work-life balance now where in the afternoons I'm with my son. We're doing baseball and basketball. On the weekends I've got time for church and other things that are important to me. And uh, whereas before I, I was kind of all-consumed, and it was I, when I was at home I was thinking business. When I was at work I was thinking business. It's just I've come to a better place. The results are, are better than they were, actually, um, and I'm enjoying it more. So that's, that's kind of where I am today versus kind of getting going. You know, and, and, and that's a great point, and, we, and we're about to take a break in just a moment, but we talked about this also, and you're about five years ahead of me in realizing what you just talked about because I think up until the point I was I was 40, and I mentioned to you, I was just blazing a trail, and I was so focused on the goals, accomplishing the goals on my list, that I wasn't really enjoying the the journey as I should. You know, I was just into crossing the goals off and moving on to the next one. And you're right, once, and it it takes, everyone's going to have to get there eventually, where they realize there has to be a quality of life also other than just accomplishing the goals in life. So what we're going to do now is time for a short break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Rich Matthews with State Farm Insurance, and we will talk to you again on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Does money drive you or does it serve you? 
When you listen to Money in Your Life, you'll discover the answer to that question. Tune in as hosts Brian Farr and Ann Hutchins bring you thought-provoking discussions designed to help you understand and assess exactly how money operates in your life. Take control of your personal finances. Money in Your Life is broadcast live every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make your money work for you. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paula Joy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Rich Matthews, sales and business extraordinaire with State Farm Insurance, one of the top State Farm agents in the country. And Rich, we were talking about basically the keys to staying on top in sales business and, you know, even life because these these skill sets and uh, are transferable and before the break, you were talking about, you know, that you've you've changed your perspective in some areas. And one is, you know, you're talking about you, your job now is to empower your your employees to do their job to the best of their ability. So your best job, your goal now is to be the best sales trainer you can possibly be and in order to delight your external customers, but it sounds like you've also identified that your employees are also your customers. Absolutely. I, um, you know, my goal is to be a small business owner. I don't want to be self-employed. And, and to me, what that means is my business has to run without me. And uh, in order for me to, I, I, you know, the biggest thing that I can do as a business owner is I've got to surround myself with the right employees I have to put them in a position to be successful, I have to train them, give them the resources, I have to hold them accountable, and I have to line it up in, in such a way that we all win. And by that I mean, so I'm a State Farm agent. So um, I believe that State Farm kind of dictates what I do or what they want me to do based on how they pay me. And so I line up the pay structure for my team the same way. So we, we win together, we all win or we all lose is kind of how I look at it. Um, and then beyond that, my my goal is to I want to surround myself with people who have the ability, or maybe the interest, maybe not, but want to go off and open up their own deal. 
So uh, I think that to me is the ultimate sign of, of, of me doing a good job of mentorship, of, of leading, of coaching, when I've got agents that can go off and open their own agency. So I've got some a um, couple of people now that are in the approved candidate pool to get agencies whenever they come available. And that to me is... Um, that, that, that's important. That makes you feel good. I just I like the thought of bringing somebody in with little to no insurance training, spending two to three years with them, getting them up to up to speed, and then spitting them out to do their own thing. So uh, that's kind of to me perfect world right now, and that's what I'm looking to continue to replicate over the years. I know that if I'm putting them in that position to be successful, I can only be successful because of it. And Rich, that is the sign of a true leader because any real leader, the goal is to really, if you're in a if you're in the corporate arena, is to promote yourself out of a job because you have trained the people below you so well that they can literally replace you. But if you've done a good job with your people and elevating them from that perspective, most corporations recognize that and then they bump you higher in the corporation. And that's the mind, That's the right mindset. Help people reach their goals. If you help the people around you get what they want, then you ultimately get what you want. So that, that's a beautiful mindset. That's the right mindset. So what, what are some of the other things that you're doing uh, consistently to, to stay on top in sales, business, and, and even life? Well, you know... I believe in the law of association. So I, in the slide edge, which is one of my favorite books, it says you're going to be the average of the five people you're closest to. And they, they talk about that in um, terms of your health. You're going to be the average of the five people in terms of your health, your wealth. So if you look at your five friends, how much money they make, you're probably going to be somewhere near the average, um, your relationships. So, I say that to say I make it my business to make sure that I only associate from a business standpoint with the top either state farm agents or independent agents across the country. And that to me has paid off with huge dividends. Every year I start the year off by, by traveling to different study group meetings. Um, and then throughout the year, that's where I make sure I spend my time. And that's, um, again, all my best systems, ideas, typically come from those meetings. And I'll tell you just a quick story. Um, in 2011, so I've, I've had a lot of success. There was one area that's just kind of been a pain in my, in my rear end, um, and, and we do banking. So we do credit cards, um, checking accounts, savings accounts. We do um, mortgages, vehicle loans, lines of credit. We do all types of banking. And for whatever reason, I was just having a tough time getting traction. My team wasn't really bought in, um, and, you know, I was beating my head against the wall, trying everything I could, just couldn't get it done. So in 2011, that fall, there was a study group meeting. I carried one of my, my, my main team member, my office manager. Both of us went, and um, not doing any of the presentations, but just kind of offline. She was having a discussion with another team member from another agency from another part of the country. I think they were from New Mexico. And she was talking about how they're just blowing bank out of the water. And so my team member is just sitting there stewing because she's so prideful about how well we do. And then she's looking at this person, tell her about the numbers they put up, how they put them up, and all the success they're having. So we come back two days later, and this is September of, uh, of 2011, 
and she catches fire, and she kind of grabs the bull by the horn. She starts doing the production on her own. She's running lists. She's making calls. And within a week or two, sure enough, she's getting the results. She's writing business. She's booking loans. She's doing credit cards. So now this one person in my office is now breaking down all the barriers for everybody else because now that she's doing it, and I don't know that everybody always liked it, but once she started doing it, there was no more excuse across the office. So from September of that year through November, we maxed out that category um, in terms of what, what's, what's asked of us. Every year since then, we've been in the top 100 um, in that category, and it's all because one of my team members went there, hurt another team member. She was a little bit embarrassed. She took ownership. You know, Maybe her pride was hurt a little bit, and she came back and just caught fire. Um, and ever since, we've been at the top of the list. And, and so I, I tell you that story just to say how important it is to surround yourself with people who are getting done. I could have gone to a meeting with people who were just griping and moaning and complaining about, oh, we can't do this. But when you go to the meeting with people who are getting it done and doing well, whether we intend for it to happen or not, it just rubs up on us. And, and that, that's one of the key things I do to, to, to kind of continue to, to sharpen my blade and, and try to keep me sharp as I surround myself with people that are just on top of their game. Man, that's such an awesome point, and I've said that on several different shows, and uh, you, you know Della Toro, obviously, and um, he wrote in one of his first books, he made the comment, who you network with will determine your net worth, and your story just perfectly represents that. You said that you are basically associating with and networking with the five top state farm agency. As a result, you're gleaning insight and ideas that can help you grow your practice. But on top of that, you took one of your employees and you, you probably took one of your, your, your navigators, one of your champions. Uh, so they were able to hear about the success, and they looked at it, well, hey, if that person can do it, so can I. And that kind of goes along with the statement of success breeds success. And so when she came back, fired up, other people saw her example, and they bought into it. And and maybe not everyone, but if you just get a, a decent percentage to buy into it, look at the numbers, that the, the change that can happen. Yeah, and, it, and it's that simple. Once, you know, it's different when 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 the owner, when the boss has asked you to do something, it, it, it's one thing. When your peer comes back and is getting it done and you're seeing the results, it, it's a whole nother, it, it, the perspective changes. To me, it's just a, it's a shift of paradigm. It's a paradigm shift. It's one thing when, you know, you know and then again, it's how you view it. We, we were doing an okay job. We could never get to the next level. But when I'm telling them, hey, why aren't we doing this? Other people are doing it. Why can't we do it? And they're looking around saying, well, we're doing as much as this guy and that guy. You know, the, the, the view is, well, nobody wants a credit card. No, I mean, these are the types of comments where nobody gets approved, nobody. But when the paradigm shifts, that what happened was we were looking at it one way. When she went out there and came back, she changed the whole perspective. Everything changed. At that point, it went from we couldn't get it done to the sky's the limit. If we can max this thing out, from September to November, there's no reason why we can't do we can't go exceedingly beyond that when we start the year over again. And and it's uh, it's all about how we view the world. And and so that trip helped us to have a shift in this office. And, and ever since then, 
there's been no looking back. You know, once you cross that threshold, once you break the lock, it, it, it's been easy. Um, but it's amazing. It, it's just about being around the right people to push you, to show you things, to challenge you, to uh, challenge you to grow. Wow, that's that's good stuff. And as you as you were saying that, that made me think about when I first started in sales. You really have to be careful who you align yourself with at work and even away from work because uh, they put me with a guy. Uh, I was selling copiers in rural South Georgia. They put me with a guy who was talking to talk in front of the boss. But when I wrote with him, he was spending the majority of his, of his time at, at the video arcade game. And this is what he was supposedly, this is what he was trying to teach me to do. He wanted me to underperform with him. Um, but then there was one lady in my office who she wasn't the, 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 the flashiest dresser, uh, wasn't the, didn't give the best presentation, but she was relentless. And consistently, she was the top salesperson, but that's because she was working. It's kind of easy to be the top salesperson when nobody else is working. But sure. I chose to follow her example, and as a result, uh, with what she was doing and what me following her example, we brought other people along. So yeah. it's, it's, it's important to have that one person that can spark the fire and then watch it catch fire. Yeah. That's a good point. That's excellent. You know, it's, it's time for us to, to go into our, our next break. And we, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about some of the things that can help us stay on top. You know, we talked about uh, in the first half, we talked about uh, enjoying the journey. You know, it, it's, it's good to be intense, but at the same time, we have to recreate as well. And recreate often, work hard, play hard. Another thing was, okay, network, associate with yourself with people who are making things happen, not those who are watching things happen, uh, especially not those who are wondering what happened. So when we come back from the break, we're going to continue to talk about keys to staying on top in sales, business, and life. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Want to be empowered to take your leadership skills to the next level in your business? Tune into A Sharp Outlook, Best Practices for Success, with host Angela Sharp, using industry-specific materials, toolkits, and expert guests from all facets of business. Our program will empower you to develop a strong core in your business leadership, infrastructure, growth, and technology. A Sharp Outlook airs live every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Game-changing technologies are transformational, exciting, and disruptive for a reason. They shake up the status quo. They get you thinking about new ways to scale, compete, and grow. They move you in amazing new directions. You're invited to take a coffee break with Game Changers on Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time for our special series on today's top big data innovators. Learn about emerging big trends and technologies and how you can grow your business and profit. Startup Focus with Game Changers, presented by SAP on the Business Channel. 
We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey there, welcome back. Welcome back to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Rich Matthews, and we're talking about the keys to staying on top in sales, business, and life. And we were talking about Rich's personal transition. I mean, the first five years, you were just going and getting it. You were just getting at it, Rich, and you were making things happen. And you've changed, and you realized that you you needed to uh, become more so of a a sales trainer and empower your people to to develop their skill sets to also help them reach their dreams, as well as the fact that you are networking, you are associating with the right people, and that's making a tremendous difference. So tell us some of the other things that you're doing to help you stay on on top. Okay. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm doing on a daily basis, I'm really trying to just just reconnect with my why. I'm trying to always keep things in focus and, and why. Why I get up every day? Why I do what I do? And I'm, I'm trying to um, just remain humble. You know, one of the things I always remind myself is I get to do what I do, not I got to. You know, and, and by that I mean, you know, when I was first getting going or trying to get going. I was jumping through hoops and I was struggling. And you remember these days when um, I was having a tough time getting the agency, being accepted, being chosen. And and then, you know, over time, that kind of goes away. The excitement about opening your doors, the excitement about all of the potential and all that you're going to do, it goes from I get to do this every day to, oh, man, I got to. I got to go to work. I got to. I got to go to this meet, and I got to, and I, and I try to every day remind myself I get to. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't get to, and that's that's one of the things that I really try to that helps me stay humble. I get to do this. I get to make this money. I get to train these. I get to do these things that, to me, it's great. It's it's um, it is work, but I get to do it, and a lot of people can't. Um, and so I always try to reconnect with my why. Why I get up every day. Uh, you know, I want to be excellent when I. When I kind of when I look at my life, um, I, I look at I try to picture like the spokes, uh, the spoke around like a bicycle, and each one of those spokes on that is like a, a scale from from one to ten, you know, one one being low, ten being high, of different categories. One of them, you know, let's say it's, it's family. I have a ten year old son. What type of father am I? So I, I want to. I want to look at that, that wheel, and I want to try to be a 10 in every category. So I look at, at family, business, training, what kind of leader I am. When I wake up every day, my why is I want to get out and, and again, try to be a 10 in each one of those. Now, it doesn't always happen, 
but I always want to challenge myself to, to make sure that as I'm going through and I'm transitioning and I'm going from where I was five years ago to where I am today and hopefully where I'm going to be five years from now, that I don't lose, lose, lose track of these things that are important, the relationships, the balance, the enjoying the ride, and, and I always keep that humility so as I become successful, I don't lose track of the fact that I get to go to these things. I get to be a part of this. I get to, I get to pay taxes. I get to do these things. Not I got to. And that's kind of something I, I try to always keep in front of me. And, you know, that's, that's an excellent point because uh, there are going to be certain periods throughout our career or either our lives we have to assess we have to reassess. We have to reinvigorate even. Okay, why am I getting up every morning? Why am I doing this? You know, and I associate that also, Rich, with this thing I call purpose, uh, which is our primary reason for existing or doing whatever it is we do on a day-in, day-out basis. Uh, and the definition I use for purpose is someone or something that if you had to face and defeat, facing them in defeat would be more costly to you than the price of being successful. So in other words, you do what it takes to be successful so you won't have to face a situation or a person in defeat. And my why has changed because, well, it's always been about family for me. I just get fired up and invigorated to perform so my family won't have to experience the things I did. But, you know, even now, it's not my kids anymore. My kids are grown, but now it's my grandkids, man. You know, I haven't, I haven't showed you yet the picture of my grandkids. I have two grandboys, six and five, and I have a, a granddaughter uh, who's now, I think she's 20 months, 20, 21 months. And may I tell you, I'm, I'm taking uh, yoga right now. Uh, to make it easier for me to wrap around her finger. I'm going to try to improve my flexibility. So I want to be able to provide them with the things. I want to help them with their education. I love to have a piece of property for them when they graduate from college. So either they can use it as investment property or they want to live in it, whatever. But I am reinvigorated and it's added another 20 years to my life. I, I have to get these things accomplished to help, you know, continue the legacy and create a positive legacy for my family. Uh, I have to make a difference in the lives of the people who are around me, who are listening to this show. And, and as you said earlier, if you make a difference, if you help the people around you get what they want, the dollars just seem to come. Yeah, absolutely. And what, what you're saying about your wild grandkids, and you know, it's, See, your why has to be, be stronger than those obstacles and those days where you just don't feel like getting up in the morning to go work out. Your why, those, those whys have to do it for you. And, and that's, um, if we can stay connected with our why, with our purpose, and really keep it in front of us, that'll help us get through those times where, you know, the stock market's down or whatever's going on, or it's hot outside, or you, you just don't feel like getting up and moving because the alarm clock went off and you just don't, that, that why's got to be stronger than those things. And, um, and yeah, connecting the grandkids, all those things. I don't have that yet, but that's, you gotta have that in front of you. That's what I, I'm looking forward to. That's the juice of life. And that, that's gotta be enough to get you up out of bed when you're, when you're tired, when you don't feel like it. And that, that's yep. what it's about. And that to me is what, that long-term success. I mean, anybody can do it for a month or maybe two months, but that long-term success has gotta be connected to something deeper. 
and you know uh my 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 uh, daughter one of my daughters and my son-in-law they have uh, given me another why because <laughs> i i didn't mention this but uh, i don't know if i mentioned this but my my daughter has another one on the way so that that means now there's there's four properties that need and to be ready yeah and 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 four you know uh college educations to to help supplement so uh thanks kids for helping me out with that with my why <laughs> you know but yeah. that's a great point man great point uh what else you got for us well specific to um to what part in terms of how i'm i'm just trying to stay on top of things yes absolutely well that that's one of the biggies um the other thing and how much time do we have we're going to go to break soon or do we have a uh, we, yeah we have about four minutes before we go to break uh, the, the biggest thing that I, the other thing. So aside from that, is I'm trying to um, I'm trying to just create good habits, uh, and, and by that I mean things that I don't always think about, but I want to make sure the things that I'm doing and just as a part of my routine are things that are going to drive my success. Um, and so beyond just work, things that I'm eating. You know, I'm trying to eat lean meats, fruits, and vegetables, and that's it. Now, not that I can't eat a a hamburger, I'm not on a diet or, or whatever it is that I'm trying to focus on, um, successful habits, waking up at a certain time, getting out of the house and, and exercising in the mornings. That's I just, I'm trying to create habits. When I walk in the office, I want to make sure, and this is from the one-minute manager, I want to get in front of my team every day, one-on-one, and talk about the top two or three things they're going to work on that day. I'm trying to make that a habit so they know that I'm engaged, know that I care, know that I'm on top of what's going on, and I'm just trying to make these little things habits. Um, blocking time to do what's important every day, I'm trying to make that a habit. Um, and, and I believe that if I continue to, to do those small things uh, without really thinking about it, if I just make that a part of what I do every day, um, those will be the things that continue to drive my success, just successful habits. And so that's one of the things that um, I've really gotten better at and, and just trying to continue to to expound upon and you know that's that's an excellent point and uh one of your alumni uh former uh, co- uh, also an alumni of florida and m uh, dr jomo cousins he was on yeah. the show in, in, in uh, december and he talked about how just doing things consistently inch by inch it's a cinch you know too many times we look at the long haul of what we have to do to accomplish something, but if we will just narrow it down and reduce it to the ridiculous, instead of saying, I have to make 100 calls this week, well, no, I just have to make 20 today, or I have to make, uh, that would be basically two and a half calls per hour. That's it. You know, so if we can make it easy for ourselves to accomplish these things and just break it down, but do it consistently, we we will be amazed how easy it is to be successful when we look back. Because it's kind of like when I started investing in the stock market, you know, I just bought X number of stock per week or per month. And after five years, I look back and I had this tremendous portfolio of of stocks and it was the same with real estate my goal was okay two properties per year and if you do that then all of a sudden you look back and you're like wow how did i accumulate all of this well 
you did it because you did things on a consistent manner yeah. in small pockets. Yeah, and, and that's that's it. It's the the tortoise and the hare. It's just it's one one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. You're the one who told me about the. Um, is it how do you eat an elephant one by the right. time? It wasn't that's that right. good. You told me about that. That's right. That's right. You know, and it, it's, it's almost time for us to go in our break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that because you had the foresight when you were getting started in business. You realized there was a lot of things you didn't know. So you sought out coaching and you paid, you paid for the coaching and you were willing to invest in yourself. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that a little bit as far as staying on top, investing in yourself. And the, the, the benefit and, and the profitability of doing that, you know, because a lot of people aren't willing to invest in themselves. But at the same time, realize if you the only way to get a return on an investment is to first make the investment. You can't say, OK, stove, give me some heat, then I'll put some wood in. So let's talk about that when we come back. It's, it's time for our final break. Again, Rich, we were talking about doing this during the break. This is the fastest hour. It just goes by. So you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Rich Matthews, and you are listening to us on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. How is your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show.
Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Rich Matthews with State Farm Insurance. Rich has been consistently in the top 3% of State Farm Insurance agencies since he started his agency in 2007. Uh, and he's doing a, an amazing job. And you, Rich, before the break, we were talking about the value of coaching. And anyone who wants to be successful or is going to be successful, they have to invest in themselves. And, and, and I thought about you because, you know, when you first came back to Tampa, and you were working with your dad, you, you, you looked me up. Uh, and, I, you know, your dad and I are great friends, but uh, I didn't cut you any slack when I was coaching you. Uh, so t- how, do, what value does that have in the realm of being consistently successful? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's funny. I was talking to, um, I was talking to somebody else about this same topic, um, he mentioned that, you know, Tiger Woods has a coach. The, the most successful golfer of our generation, he's got a coach just like everybody else has a coach. And if Tiger Woods can use a coach, well, I could probably use a coach too. Um, for me, I mean, when you go into something that you don't know, um, you have to provide, have to find someone who can, can kind of point the direction and help you improve. If you're not sharpening your saw, getting better, um, then and how do you plan to be successful? I think, for me, coaching is what's gotten me off to what the start that I got off to because it, it helps me identify. I went through the, the assessment. It helped me identify my strengths and weaknesses and how to um, improve. If you don't do that, then, you know, I heard it said, if, if you're happy with where you are, then just keep doing what you're doing. Well, right. and, and if you're happy being average, then don't get a coach. But if you want more for yourself, you have to invest. It's not, I mean, that, that's just the bottom line. It, it, it's money well spent. If you're not going to invest in yourself, then what are you going to invest in? That's a great point, you know, and, and hopefully you don't mind me saying this, but I remember when you first started coming to me and, and we, I would give you homework assignments, which you always completed, and we would role play. One of the things I saw, you were so focused um, on getting the business uh, we had to get you to work on the establishing rapport part a little bit. And, you know, I said, okay, go back and do this. And you came, you said, oh, my goodness, that makes a whole lot of difference. But it was it was hard work for you because that wasn't the essence of who you were. So that was a skill set you actually had to learn to the, to, to develop, right? Hey, absolutely. I'm, I'm a clear introvert. If you look at any of the tests I've taken, I'm a, I'm a strong introvert. So I'm going to get to the point. And and you're right. I'm not going to be warm and fuzzy. Uh, I'm just going to say what I need to say, and then I'm going to, and then that's going to be the discussion. Uh, and I'm and I'm typically going to use less words than more. It's just my personal style, right. and that's fine in some instances. But not when you, you know. But again, if I don't have someone showing me these things, like I didn't know that. I wasn't doing it on purpose. Um, you know, the, so I have a ten year old, and I'm watching the, the dads. Sometimes they're yelling at their kids, throw strikes. I'm thinking to myself, listen, yell something constructive. He's trying to throw strikes. Um, But my point is, is this, you know, I don't want to beat my head up against the wall telling my son throw strikes. No, lift your front arm. Step, you're stepping to your left, step into, you have to get the coaching. And it's not until the coaching that you can begin to see the results and work on the mechanics and work on the sales skills. And I can begin to measure the improvement. 
But without that, how do you get? How do you improve? You, you can't keep doing what you've always done and expect to get the results that you're after if they're different. Um, so I think coaching is a no-brainer. I'm, I'm a big believer in it. And if anybody's not willing to do that, then that, then that's fine. But but also don't don't look for the extraordinary results either. Just be you know you can't have it both ways. And you know that's an excellent point that you just made. Even about Tiger Woods, one of the greatest golfers in the history of the game, and probably uh, our history uh, that we've been alive. He has a coach. And I played in a celebrity tournament uh, this past Monday, and I was playing with a lady who uh, is on the LPGA circuit. She was in my foursome, and I don't play as often as I used to, but even when I played consistently, I could not get below bogey golf. And she called me yesterday and said, Ty, uh, it was great playing with you. She said, but I saw some things in in the 18 holes that we played that you can improve on. And if you improve on these things, it will enhance your enjoyment of the game and it will lower your score. And I tell you what, I, I said, okay, let's meet. Cause she was on her way back to Miami. So she stayed to, to actually teach me the lesson. And let me tell you, man, she just, she beat me up pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty bruised. I mean, first thing she did was she went through my bag and say, you have too many clubs in here. And she's just started removing clubs. You don't need this one. You don't need this one. You don't need this one. Clean out my bag. And then she changed my grip. She said, your grip is, is hindering your ability to swing through. She, she changed wow. my posture. I mean, she, she changed, I mean, she just changed things on me and it felt completely uncomfortable. And I felt like an elementary kid trying to hit the ball. But if I want the results, if I really want to get my, my score down into the, the 80s and, and, you know, wow, it would be uh, awesome to get into the 70s, I'm going to have to get coaching. I realize that. And, and even the, 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 the coach in other areas needs to be coached in areas he needs to improve. I need improvement. So after that one hour, man, I mean, she just pretty whittled me down, uh, took me over to putting, showed me what I was doing wrong with putting. And now I'm going to practice this, but I'm going to have to make the investment if I want to see different or better results as well. And that's for everyone that's listening. If you really want to go to the next level, you can do it in the form of a mentor, someone who can help you, uh, or you may have to in- actually invest and pay someone and, and, and do what it takes in order for you to ultimately reach the objectives that are important to you and to help you get and stay on top in business. And, and Rich, as you as you know, this hour just flies by so quickly, man. I just want to thank you for investing this time with us. So uh, how can the audience get in touch with you if they want to talk to you? or I mean, because you're doing some amazing things. Well, the, the best way would be uh, email. Um, that comes to the phone, and I can jump right on it. But the email address is, is rich. It's kind of long, rich at rich Matthews. And my last name is spelled with one T, so M-A-T-H-E-W-S agency, A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com. So um, I'd love to, to 
to keep up or touch base with anybody who's interested in, in, in trading notes, but that's the way to do it. Okay, excellent. And I know you aren't one to, to talk about accomplishments, but you told me something last year, and you sent me a video that was also, again, that just shows that you investing in yourself and what you're doing to stay on top is really working because you were recognized, uh, I think it was down in the Naples area, as uh, being the top 40 under 40 or something. What was that you you accomplished? So it was. That was a pretty neat thing. They they did a video of me and uh, interview, and it was a top 40 under 40 by the, the Business Observer, and I think it it's a magazine or a newspaper, rather, that uh, publishes from, like, down here in Naples up through the Tampa area. So um, they had a little website video and everything. That, uh, that worked out well. It was a pretty good experience. Excellent, excellent. Well, hey, thanks again for being on the show. And as you know, I'm going to have you back at another time and uh, just continue to do what you're doing. And listen, those of you who are listening, success is there for all of us. It's just that we have to be willing to put forth the effort. We have to be willing to work hard. And in order to start anything, it's going to require some sweat equity to make it happen. And if you are looking for coaching, if you want someone to help you grow your sales, grow your business, give me a call. You can give me a call, and I'm always willing to help people accomplish their goals. You can contact me uh, toll-free. That's 888-605-1040, extension 102. Again, that's 888-605-1040, extension 102. And if you are looking for training, I have a Time Manners Fast Track Sales Camp coming up uh, February the 10th through the 13th and here in Tampa where we teach you the entire sales process to help unlock your potential. So if you want to know more about that, go to TyManerGroup.com and touch the tab that says training and it will tell you all about that. But, you know, our time is up. I enjoyed this. Stay tuned, and we look forward to talking to you next week, and we'll continue to bring you tips, techniques, tactics, strategies to help you in your quest to be the best. In the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Take care and talk to you soon. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.